48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The top stories. The Deputy Commissioner for Labor has caught COVID-19. Health authorities say untraceable cases have been found in districts across the territory. And four buildings in Taipo and Tunmun have been locked down. The government says Deputy Commissioner for Labor Jeff Leung has tested positive for COVID-19. Jimmy Choi reports. Jeff Leung is believed to be the highest-ranking official to have come down with the virus since the pandemic began two years ago. In a statement, the Labor Department said the staff member works on the 16th floor of Harbour Building in Central. It says he had no contact with the public during work and that he last worked from the office on Monday, during which he did not take part in any meetings. The department added it has arranged thorough cleaning and disinfection at the premises. Health officials are warning of a possible exponential surge in coronavirus cases as the number of new infections from an unknown source reached 31. It's the second day in a row that the untraceable number has been in the 30s and a new record since the fifth wave began. Dr. Chuang Shik Kwan from the Center for Health Protection said untraceable cases had been found in districts across the territory. For the untraceable cases, um, we've observed an increasing trend. This is not a good sign. It signifies there's quite severe community transmission at the moment. So I understand the government uh, is uh, closely monitoring the situation and will announce um, uh, further measures as appropriate. Earlier, a respiratory medicine specialist, Dr. Leung Chi Chu, said the recent increase in untraceable COVID cases showed that current social distancing measures were not controlling the outbreak. Dr. Leung was speaking on a radio show. If our measures really worked, we should have seen a turn in our COVID situation within a week. We can only say our measures are effective if there is a downward trend in our overall infections and untraceable cases. If our measures aren't working, we all have to work harder. Because if we can't see a clear downward trend, we don't have to discuss when we can control the outbreak. We have no hope of controlling it. If there is no downward trend, it will only get worse. The government has imposed lockdowns on four residential blocks in Taipo and Tunmun. Authorities say sewage samples from Fuchong, Kwaichong and Wingchong courts of Fortune Plaza in Taipo tested positive for COVID-19. And there may be asymptomatic patients in those buildings. They also said several COVID infections were found in Hingping House of Taiheng Estate. Crowds have flocked to the Chekung Temple rather, in Sha Tin, with it being the third day of the Lunar New Year. Tradition calls for people to visit temples instead of their relatives and friends. But with the temple approaching peak capacity, the Chinese Temples Committee urged people to consider going on another day. Visitors must use the Leave Home Safe app, and they are encouraged to be vaccinated. But the COVID risk didn't seem to have affected the mood. I'm not worried about the infection risk because we have all been vaccinated. We come here every year. There is a big crowd, but everyone is following the rules. We can enter the temple very easily. The COVID situation is so bad recently, of course I have to buy a big pinwheel. My wish is that we can reopen the border as soon as possible so Hong Kongers can travel for fun. I'm asking for wealth, love and career. I want everything. 
Another 55 COVID cases have been confirmed among Winter Olympic Games-related personnel in Beijing. Nearly half of the infections were from within the Olympic bubble. Mike Weeks has the details. The infection figures for Wednesday were announced by the chair of the Beijing 2022 Medical Expert Panel and are the highest daily tally so far at the Games. Brian McCloskey told a meeting of the International Olympic Committee that 29 of the cases were found among arrivals at the airport, while 26 were among those in the closed-loop bubble that separates all Olympic event personnel from the public. And now to the weather forecast. Mainly cloudy, cold with one or two light rain patches tonight and tomorrow morning. The minimum temperature will be about 11 degrees in the urban areas and a couple of degrees lower in the new territories. The outlook, remaining cold on Saturday morning and temperature difference between day and night will be relatively large. Temperature right now is 13 degrees Celsius, relative humidity 84%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. The head of the International Olympic Committee, Thomas Bach, said the Winter Beijing Games should be a symbol of peace and unity. Mr. Bach made the remarks ahead of tomorrow's official opening for the Games. We can only accomplish this mission if the Olympic Games stand above and beyond all political differences. This is only possible if the Olympic Games are politically neutral and do not become a tool to achieve political goals. Our responsibility is to ensure that all athletes can come together for this peaceful competition. President Biden has announced that the leader of the Islamic State group has been killed in an attack by U.S. Special Forces carried out in the Syrian province of Idlib. Here's the BBC's Anna Foster. We heard in the early hours of this morning that uh, U.S. counter-terror forces, U.S. special operation forces, had launched um, a raid very close to the Turkey-Syria border in a place called Atma last night. Uh, We were told that there were multiple helicopters involved. It's also worth saying that raids like this, particularly in northwest Syria by the U.S., are quite rare. Uh, We're told that the U.S. have killed the leader of the Islamic State group, Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi al-Qureshi. He's been the leader of the group since uh, late 2019, since the Previous leader, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, was similarly killed in an airstrike by the U.S. The Turkish president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, is in Kyiv for talks with his Ukrainian counterpart, Volodymyr Zelensky, as diplomatic efforts continue to defuse the tension over Russia's buildup of troops on the border. Although Turkey is a member of NATO, it has good relations with both Ukraine and Russia. Mr. Erdogan said Turkey would work towards restoring calm in the region. We are closely following the challenges faced by Ukraine and the tension in the region. We express on every platform that we support the territorial integrity and sovereignty of our strategic partner and neighbor, Ukraine. As a Black Sea country, we invite peace in the region and invite all parties to be restrained and engage in dialogue. It's clear that the conflict must be resolved by peaceful means and on the basis of international law. An oil production vessel has exploded off the coast of Nigeria with 10 crew members on board. Videos from the scene show a huge cloud of dark smoke billowing from the Trinity Spirit, which is on fire and partly submerged. The BBC's Mayani Jones has the details. It's not clear what caused the explosion on board the Trinity Spirit, a floating oil production and storage vessel based in Wari in the Niger Delta. 
Footage from the scene shows huge plumes of smoke coming from the sinking ship, parts of which are ablaze. The owner of the vessel told news agencies that investigations were on the way to establish the cause of the explosion. Attempts to contain the situation are being made with the help of local communities and the American energy company Chevron, which has a facility nearby. The world's top male tennis player, Novak Djokovic, has been speaking in public for the first time since his deportation from Australia last month. On Wednesday, Serbian prosecutors dismissed claims and irregularities on the coronavirus test certificate Mr. Djokovic used to enter Australia. The BBC's Guy Deloney has this report. Novak Djokovic generally steers clear of politics, but he was effusive in his praise of Serbia's president. He thanked Aleksandr Vucic for putting himself in a difficult diplomatic position to offer great support. The player said that his ties to the Serbian people are getting stronger every day. The meeting comes just a day after a statement by Serbian prosecutors. They dismissed claims of irregularities on the coronavirus test certificates Mr Djokovic used to enter Australia. He said he would give his version of events within the next 10 days. The Bank of England has lifted its main interest rate for the second time in the last three months to tackle decades-high inflation that is hurting economic recovery. The Bank of England said Britain's annual inflation rate would peak at 7.25% in April, compared with 5.4% last December, which was already near a 30-year high. It also slashed its forecast for 2022 UK economic growth to 3.75% from an estimate of 5% before the Omicron coronavirus variant struck. And to end the news, our top stories once again. The Deputy Commissioner for Labor has caught COVID-19. Health authorities say untraceable cases have been found in districts across the territory. And four buildings in Taipo and Tunmun have been locked down. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio Free
o'clock to our second hour this Thursday night. Diana Ross, the theme from Mahogany. Do you know where you're going to? The reason why we're a little quieter in the last few nights is because a lot of people heading back to work tomorrow. Not everybody. Some people boxed clever. They took Monday and Friday off. They got massive length of time, except not really anywhere to go, which is something. Want to be in touch? It's Radio Pete at Gmail. If you could read my mind, love, what a tale my thoughts could tell. Just like an old-time movie About a ghost from a wishing well In a castle dark Or a fortress strong With chains upon my feet You know that ghost is me And I will never be set free As long as I'm a ghost You can't see I could read your mind, love What a tale your thoughts could tell Just like a paperback novel The kind the drugstore sells When you reach the part Where the heartaches come The hero would be 